Hello, and welcome to the Healing Resources Podcast. I'm your host, Lola, and this is where I talk about all things growth, healing, and transformation, all while going deeper into my own journey. And I hope you join me for the ride. Welcome, welcome back to the Healing Resources Podcast. This week's episode is a mini-sode. I have an extremely busy schedule ahead, and it will impact my ability to record a full episode for this week, but I wanted to ensure I stuck to my schedule and still share content with y'all. Quick catch-up. My business timeline has been moved up by a few months. Let's go. I will be leaving my job on March 15th, two weeks from when this episode drops. This means I get to spend more time working on what I love. It's a little scary, but at the end of the day, I need to bet on myself and I'm confident that I'll be even more successful in my business than I was in the safety of a nine to five. I started watching a reality show called Bell Collective. Shout out to my friend Daniel for the recommendation. It's a mess, and it's helping me unwind as I push through these next few weeks. It's set in Jackson, Mississippi, and it follows six Black women and their journeys through life, marriage, career, and friendship. I am hooked. As some of you may know, I started a journey with hypnotherapy, and that journey, I'm now realizing, began with my cord-cutting ritual almost two years ago. But I am now studying to become a certified clinical hypnotherapist, and I have to put in a ton of hours of practice. So if you're interested in a free hypnotherapy session, DM me on Instagram at healingresourcespod. I'm loving it so far, and it feels like the most natural next step that I can take in my journey. I'm also taking the necessary actions to heal from burnout. Burnout is the reason I am leaving my job a lot earlier than anticipated, and I feel that in order for me to heal my burnout, I need to completely restructure my life as dictated by my body and soul. Okay, so let's get into this week's mini-sode. I want to have a little chat about people-pleasing. In my work as a coach, I aim to, to help women stop people-pleasing start enforcing boundaries, and increase their confidence and satisfaction in all areas of their lives. I've been thinking a lot about how people-pleasing shows up and how we can use astrology to take our power back. I think back to my own journey with people-pleasing. For the longest time, I felt like a background character in my own life because I was so busy catering to the needs of others and being anxious about how I may be perceived. I was stuck in one-sided friendships. I attracted emotionally unavailable men, and I didn't have an identity of my own. I always felt like I was running on an empty battery and I didn't understand why. On the other side of it, I now see just how much people-pleasing impacted my life. I really spoke up for myself at work 
as you know from my last episode, I had no boundaries in my relationships and was overly concerned with whether I was liked. I was losing money left and right because I was afraid of saying no. It was not good at all. When I started working on this in therapy, as well as in my own healing work, I had come to terms with the way in which I was giving my power away, or I had to come to terms with the ways in which I was giving my power away. People pleasing can lead to so many unfortunate things, like not being able to identify when something is a red flag. That's a really big one. Um, you know, you're adhering to values that aren't your own. You're creating surface level relationships and so much more. It can also cause self-sabotage. And it's such a scary thing to tackle because as a people pleaser, instead of creating safety within yourself, you outsource the feelings of safety for someone else to create. Since the power now lies in the hands of someone else, You fawn and try your best not to upset them so that you continue to feel safe. Starting to create security for yourself, it can be such a shock to the nervous system. I used to think I was stuck as a people pleaser, but I was able to heal that through therapy, mindfulness, and tapping into the power of my natal chart. Astrology serves as an incredibly potent tool for breaking free from the shackles of people-pleasing tendencies. It's like having a cosmic guidebook that unveils the intricacies of our inner workings, the fears, the aspirations, the hidden truths. Instead of being swept away by the currents of societal expectations, astrology empowers us to reclaim our authenticity. It's all about embracing our quirks and our idiosyncrasies, recognizing them as cosmic fingerprints, uniquely our own. Astrology has a lot to do with patterns, and though anyone of any sign can be a people pleaser, there are some signs and elements that are way more susceptible. So I've been researching the stars for many years now, and more recently as I restructure my business and really focus on a specialty, I have been studying the correlation between astrology and people pleasing. So here's my take on how the elements rank. So in fourth place, we have air. Air, embodying an ethereal essence. It effortlessly maintains its distance, much like a gentle breeze that brushes by without leaving a trace. And Those attuned to air's influence cherish their freedom above all, gracefully navigating through social circles, and they do this while remaining loyal to the winds of change, ever evolving and embracing independence. Air really marches to the beat of its own drum. In third place, we have fire. Fire is dynamic and passionate, you know. It finds itself in a perpetual dance of paradox. Fire illuminates paths for others, yet it risks being consumed by its own flames. Those fueled by fire ignite inspiration in others, you know. They serve as catalysts for action, yet 
they must tread carefully to avoid burning out in their relentless pursuit of warmth and vitality. A fire placement, I, I feel like fire placements can easily set themselves on fire to, to help somebody else stay warm. In second place, we have earth. Earth is unwavering and solid. Earth forms the bedrock upon which stability and security thrive. Earth is rooted in tradition and and in routine, and those grounded in earthy energy are reliable and they are also steadfast. However, there is a danger of becoming too entrenched, resistant to change, and hesitant to disrupt the status quo, even when it's necessary for growth. Earth signs, when they find a place that they feel safe, they're not going nowhere. And that can cause a lot of people-pleasing behaviors because, you know, you don't want to change the status quo in your life. And in first place, we have water. No surprise there. Water is the epitome of fluidity and adaptability. And that is the reason why it is claiming the top spot in the hierarchy of people-pleasing elements. Water flows effortlessly. It seeks harmony and connection with everything it encounters. And people who are immersed in water steps are empathetic and compassionate, prioritizing the needs of others yet Water placements must be mindful not to lose themselves in the currents of emotion. It's so important to maintain boundaries while navigating the ebbs and the flow of life. Water signs, water really seeks to merge. And water is an element that takes the shape of whatever vessel that it's placed in. So water, yeah, us water placements, like, we'd be going through it. And I feel like if I ran a study, um, and maybe this is something that I'll do in my spare time now that I have complete ownership of my time, is just really research. Like when I book clients, when I do group sessions, as I do hypnotherapy, um, part of my business, essential part of my business is astrology. So I need to understand everyone's charts who comes through my door. And by having that, data I could really track like let's see what the water signs are doing anyway I just went on a tangent to tell you all about um, astrological research but I'm just very excited but yes um, let me know your thoughts if you're an astrologer listening to this or if you're someone who is enthusiastic about astrology and you have other thoughts let me know let's talk about it um But if you're a people pleaser and you're interested in learning more, I created a powerful guide called The Astrology of Empowerment, and it's designed to help you learn more about your big three and how your big three placements can play a role in your people pleasing. So if you like learning about yourself and journaling, you're really going to enjoy this one. It hasn't been released yet but sign up for my mailing list to stay in the know and you're going to get a sweet little discount on the guide. Thank you so much for listening to this week's mini-sode of the Healing Resources Podcast. 
I'm really proud of myself for putting this one up because I have like a really strict schedule around how I record and how I prepare for the podcast. And this week that I'm recording it, it just throws such a wrench in to my process, but I'm glad that I found an alternative and still committed. Send your thoughts and comments to at Healing Resources Pod on Instagram. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating or review and share Healing Resources with a friend. I will see you all in the next chapter.